In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. All praises are due to Allah, Lord of the worlds. And may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon his servant and messenger Muhammad and upon his family and companions altogether. As to what follows, O fasting people, this day of yours is a great day and an honorable holy day. On this day, those who exerted effort in Ramadan will, will rejoice. Some tried hard and so they won. Others sat back and so they lost. On this day, those who prayed will rejoice and those who were lazy and slept and played will be in a state of regret. On this day, those who gave charity, those who were devout will be pleased. Those that Allah describes, they abandon their beds, invoking their Lord with hope and fear and donate from what we have provided for them. How many people stood to pray who don't usually pray at night? It is recorded for them that they stood the entire night of Ramadan. How many people donated who had generous souls in this month? And so they gave right and left and in front from what Allah has given him and blessed him to give. Congratulations to them for what Allah has prepared for them of reward. As Allah says, no soul can imagine what delights are kept in store for them as a reward for what they used to do. The obedient must be rewarded. The fasting person must rejoice in the promise that Allah promised the fasting people. As narrated by Imam al-Bukhari a Muslim from Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu who said, The Messenger of Allah, may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, said that Allah the Almighty says, Every action of the son of Adam is for him except for fasting. It is for me and I will reward for it. Fasting is a shield. So if it is a day of fasting for one of you, he should not be obscene nor aggressive. If someone curses him or fights him, he should say, I am fasting. By the one in whose hand Muhammad's soul is in, the smell of the mouth of a fasting person is better with Allah than the smell of musk. For the fasting person, there are two joys that he rejoices in. When he breaks his fast, he rejoices. And when he meets his Lord, he rejoices in his fasting. Imagine yourself, O fasting person, when you stand before Allah, glory be to him, on the day of judgment, and he will present to you your records that do not miss any small or great deed except it counts it. You will find in your record filled mountains of good deeds that he bestows upon you as a reward for your fasting, your prayers, your charity, your donations, your good treatment of your parents, your kindness to your relatives, your mercy towards the weak, the needy and the orphans. But with all that, the fear overshadows you due to what you have committed of sins and wrongdoings. You fear that your sins will consume your good deeds. Perhaps your fasting and your reading of the Qur'an will intercede for you and, uh, and ask the all-pardoning, the all-forgiving to pardon you and to forgive your sins. The Messenger of Allah, may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, said, The fasting and the Qur'an will both intercede for a servant. 
Fasting will say, My Lord, I prevented him from food and desires during the day, so allow me to intercede for him. The Quran will say, I prevented him from sleep at night, so allow me to intercede for him. And so they will both be permitted to intercede. And this is recorded by Imam Ahmad. O people, abide by the Sunnah, the prophetic tradition, and the Jama'ah, the community of the Muslims, for they are a fortress for one who seeks protection in them. They are the rope, they are the rope of Saviour for the one who holds on to them both. Narrated from Abu Hurairah that the Messenger of Allah, may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, said, Every one of my nation will enter paradise except the one who refuses. They said, And who would refuse? He said, whoever obeys me will enter paradise and whomsoever disobeys me has refused. And this is collected by Imam al-Bukhari. Imam al-Shafi'i rahimahullah, he said, Never have I heard of anyone that people attribute him or he attributes himself to the field of Islamic knowledge differ in the fact that the obligation of Allah the Almighty is to follow the command of the Messenger of Allah and to submit to his ruling and that Allah the Almighty has not made any exception for anyone after him but they must follow him and that the saying of any person is not binding absolutely except with the book of Allah and the sunnah of his messenger and what is beside them both is dependent on them both and the obligation of Allah that is binding upon us and those after us and those before us is to accept the reports narrated from the Messenger of Allah is one and the same. This obligation does not change over time, that it is a duty to accept the narration of the Messenger of Allah. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taybiyah rahimahullah, he said, Allah has indeed commanded the obedience to his Messenger in more than 30 places in the Qur'an and coupled his obedience with his obedience, and coupled his disobedience with his disobedience. As he has coupled his name with his name, never is Allah mentioned except he وسلم, is mentioned with him. Also abide by the jama'ah, the Muslim community, for your Prophet وسلم, has commanded you to abide by the jama'ah and warned against division. It was narrated by Imam Tirmidhi that Umar anhu addressed the people in a sermon in Al-Jabiyyah and he said, O people, I stand before you just as the Messenger of Allah, may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, stood before us and said, I command you to follow my companions, then those that come after them, then those that come after them. Then after that, lying will become rampant until you find a man making an oath and he isn't asked to make an oath, and a witness will bear witness, and he isn't asked to bear witness. Indeed, never is a man to be alone with a woman, except the third is the devil. Binding upon you is to adhere to the jama'ah, and beware of splitting, for the devil is with the one who is alone, and with two he is further away. Whoever of you would like to be in the center of paradise, let him adhere to the jama'ah and whoever is happy with his good deed and unhappy with his bad deed, for that is a true believer. Abu Hurairah narrates from Abu Darda, may Allah be pleased with him. He said, I heard the Messenger of Allah, may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, say, Never is there three residing in a town or even nomads that prayer is not established among them except that the devil has overcome them. 
binding upon you is to adhere to the jama'ah, for verily the wolf eats from the lone sheep. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from us our fasting, our prayers, our reading of the Qur'an, and all of our good deeds that we have done in the month of Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive our sins and pardon our faults. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring honor and dignity to the Muslim ummah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unite us upon the Qur'an and the sunnah of his Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah protect us from falling into associating partners with him. May Allah protect us from shirk. May Allah protect us from innovations in his religion. May Allah protect us from, from disobedience and sin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from division in our community. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless your Eid and make it a joyous occasion. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring delight to our hearts with the success and the victory of the Muslims all around the world. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.